Today we're talking about rest. Go figure. And I was so committed to rest this weekend, actually, that I didn't record this podcast until night, which is a completely different recording structure for me. But, you know, this morning I was just feeling like if I was going to do it, it would be rushed and it would feel not like what I wanted it to. And so it had to wait until night. And that's not my normal time. Um, but it's still here, still here for guidance. And it really is about giving yourself this gift of rest. And for me, it was like my body and my mind were still calling my body, mind and schedule. were still calling for rest. And so that took precedence, which is crazy talk because me, me putting rest above anything else is not a level I've ever been on. So you heard it here first. It actually happened. Ashley embraced and said, yep, this needs to come first. This needs to be what we do right now. And we'll get back at some point. (laughs) So (laughs) let's go ahead and learn a little more about rest and the importance of letting your body go and just relax and fully go all in and find presence in relaxation. I don't know. I'm just rambling now. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Have you ever wondered how to live the life that you want? Have you ever sat and really allowed yourself to dream about it and start writing down action steps to go after those things? If you haven't, welcome, because most of us haven't. And I honestly woke up at the age of 30 and realized that I had one dream left for my life and that that wasn't going to be enough and that I couldn't just keep kind of riding the tide of what my life was going to look like. I couldn't just keep signing up for what everyone else had envisioned for my life except for me. And so that year, I put my foot down and I said, I want to be about things that I want to be about. I want to say in my life. And if that's something that you need, then this is it. We're coming at you every day, calling for you to live bigger, to cut and overcome your limiting beliefs and to align your life, to have a say, to be that person. If that's what you need, come here every day. We have you. Join our community, start rising up, and start taking your life back. You are worth it. You are beyond worth everything that you deserve. Everything that you can dream you want for your life, you are worth. And that's what we're about here. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today is a 
different way of recording that I haven't done before. Um, this morning I woke up and I just really felt this need to rest and take a break and sleep in a little bit. Um, some of you may know that I'm like a 3 a.m. wake type person and I just felt this call to rest. And interestingly enough, that's also how I woke up with this thought on rest and how it was vital that I start bringing that to you. So we're going to discuss that today. Um, My great thing from today really is resting. Duh. And just taking time. And I've ever been chasing this idea of presence and the need for me to be in places fully. And I didn't have my phone and I didn't have my computer and I didn't do anything except for what I was doing in that moment. And it didn't involve anything that was outside of the place that I was at, which was just crazy. No email, no nothing. And, you know, why, why is that important? Well, yeah, I'd love to go on a vacation and not check anything. That'd be amazing. For me, I used to not even take those vacations because of that fear. Like, that's the level of insecurity that I would feel leaving places that I was needed. And so instead of taking said vacation, I would just not at all. And I'd come up with some excuse. It would be, you know, a number of things, but it all pretty much revolved around the fact that the things that I did created worth for me. And anything outside of that, anything outside of those kind of two or three job hats that I wore really didn't produce the same amount of significance for me. And so I would avoid that place because anytime that I was there, I was just wishing that I was back where I felt significant, right? And so it was really hard for me to slow down, to remove myself, to actually live in a world where I didn't check an email, check a notification, check, 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 check. And this weekend, I just lived in that world. And... It's the first time that I've fully taken a vacation where I did live in that world. And I'm not like, hey, shame on you, phone, shame on you, social media, shame, shame, shame. I'm living in this world where it's like, why, why worship that? The people that I'm with in any given moment, physical space that they take up and the physical space that we take up together in a group. That's what's important to me right now. And everything else is also important, but it has a time and a place. And so my great thing was just taking the freaking trip. So many times I skipped 
those trips because it was like, well, you're going to take the weekend off. You're maybe going to leave early on Friday and you're not going to be here on Monday. How will this company exist without you, right? And these are things that would play in my head when I would think about taking that trip. And guess what? Been gone all of, I don't know, I think it's officially 60 days now from that job. And everybody's still doing okay without me. I know. And I would say the hardest part of that really for me, was probably more about my ego. And so much of this work really has dovetailed with that ego work. Ego is hard. I know it's hard to swallow that the world will go on without you. It will. It'll go right on along. And so that moment, that realization I think made me feel even less significant at some point because it was just like, whoa, who am I? Who am I now given this instance? Who am I? Who do I want to show up as? How do I want to show up in this world? And how do we keep moving through if everything's kind of been stripped away? And that realization, that understanding that I am more than what I do was probably the biggest piece and the most important. And so this weekend we vacationed. That's really why I'm coming to you now versus when I usually come to you, but we took a trip. We went away. We got away. We didn't do anything and I'm still here. I'm still a person and here we are. So Go ahead and take time today to recognize yourself for your great thing. It's called greatness, grounding. I know. And you should start your day with it, end your day with it, do it in the middle of your day. But no matter what you do, what that is instantly going to do is start to change this idea that you have about yourself. Anytime that we want to shift a belief that we hold about ourselves, we have to start practicing it. We also have to start saying it out loud because when we put it out into the world, we go along in the world trying to validate that belief, right? So if we actually say every day that we are great and we list the great things that we do, we will go out into the world looking to validate that new belief that we hold, right? And all of a sudden, greatness will just become a part of who we are. It will radiate off of us. We will own every internet interview and get every job. Yes. So greatness grounding. You got this. Move through the world as great as you are and start recognizing yourself for it, period. Every single day you do something great. No question. Because greatness isn't really, it doesn't hold that big in your world. Like, what is great today? to you and it's your interpretation. So if you make greatness something that's big and crazy and out of this world, then 
that's what you're going to look for. And if we only allow ourselves to experience greatness when we have those big things, no wonder we get turned down for those jobs because we don't think anything we do is great except for that one thing. That's crazy, right? We should start talking about those things every day because it's about the little movements, the little steps you take every single day that lead up to that great moment. So guess what? If you're also sprinkling in this idea that you radiate greatness, that you are a part of this thing, step by step by step, once you get there, it won't seem as far away as it was because you've been practicing what it's like to play on that stage, right? You've been talking about yourself with that terminology already. So you know how to be there. All right. So take time. Write it down. Say it out loud. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. Dang it. Do I have to tell you again? I tell you every day. If you aren't doing it already, what are we still doing here, sister? Come on. Okay. So today we're talking about rest and how vital rest is. So vital. I can't. And me, as a perpetual non-rester as someone who just believed that all good things come from you running yourself as fast and as hard as you can into the ground and the only time that you should rest is when your body will no longer allow you to do anything else and I have to recover from that mindset. Trust. There is still constant barking in my ears like, no, 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 no. Let's not sleep. Let's not rest. Let's drink that energy drink. Let's keep going. You have more to do. What are you doing? Why are we sitting here? Why don't you go do the dishes? You know, there's laundry over there. You know why your house hasn't been cleaned in days. What are you doing? Why are you sitting? Why do you want to go for a run? Why are you going to go do your makeup? Whoa, 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 sis. There's stuff to do. Stop right? And since I always have that voice, there's this constant need to never stop. And probably about a year and a half ago, I started to realize that this was going to be a vicious cycle in my life forever if I didn't stop. And I can tell you that the running to-do list in my head was welcomed into many places it was never meant to be. It just never stopped going off in my head. It never stopped. And so I'd be sitting in a meeting and I'd need to be there and I need to be present and I need to be all of these things. And I'd be running through like, okay, well, today we have so, and tomorrow we have that. And so then we got to get that food. So then we need to, okay. And if I check that off, then I could do that today. And like checklists are amazing. But the problem is, or at least this is how it was for me. I would have these never any checklists. And those are so great because they help me stay focused and trust this girl. Uh, we need focus. Okay. This checklists are not the problem. Promise. For me, the checklist really was about never turning off because the checklist never went away, right? And so the checklist in some sick, twisted way of how I lived my life, still a survivor of it, in some 
sick, twisted way, that checklist made me always feel needed. Right? Similar to my job. If there were always emails flowing in and there were always projects, right? I would always feel needed. And so when work would turn off, this would be why I wouldn't take a vacation. When work would turn off, I would need to fill all of my time with a bigger to-do list than I even knew what to do with because it was finally like, well, one, this is finally your chance to catch up. But two, here, you'll still feel needed if you have to get these projects done. You'll still have that same feeling of continuing. You'll still have that, that need that you crave when you leave this place that needs you right? I know it's deep, right? And so that's what I would do. That's what I would fill my time with. I would just never ending checklists that were never done. And I know so many of us feel that way, right? And so I had to start to heal from that process to stop myself from only validating myself and my existence based on how hard I worked. I know, and a lot of us as workaholics and a lot of us as just people who were raised this way, right? Like Hannah, you wake up, you go to work, whether you like it or you don't, this is how you live your life. You work hard. And I'm not opposed to that, right? I completely agree. And for me, it really is like, I had been told that for such a long time. I had been told that that really will make up your existence and that that is where you spend your time and that is where you should stay focused. And I'm totally for that. Now, where I had to stop myself was when I only let myself exist in those moments and I didn't really exist anywhere else. I know. And the first way that I started doing that was allowing myself longer breaks of rest to even see where things shook out, period. I didn't know. And so the first thing that I did was kind of give up um, coaching, which took up a ton of my time. And it should. Trust. When you are developing young human minds, it should take up your whole life. And honestly, if I could pick anything, that would have been it at that moment. Like, okay, show me how to do this full time. Love coaching. Um, but for me, that had to come off the table right away. It was taking a ton of my time. It was taking a ton of my mental energy. And it was the one thing that stole my presence more than anything else because the instant that I would be done with my regular nine to five, I could check into this volleyball world and everybody just had to be okay with it because we were supposed to win. We needed to win and this is what you had to do to win, right? And so those were the things that I did. I just kept going and going and going. And everybody was just like, oh, well, volleyball. I mean, she's got to win. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. And nobody would say anything because, you know, they get it. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. And so once I kind of removed that, I finally had time to sit with myself. And I really wanted 
to fill that time. I can promise you this is probably the most uncomfortable point of the entire process is the sitting. And mostly the sitting in the silence. It hurts. Like it hurts really bad. Because you'll start to hear things that you haven't had to deal with before. And for me, I started to feel what it felt like to not be needed anymore. And like I wanted to. I wanted to just dive back in and help. And I I wanted to just go pick up a new coaching job that maybe made more sense. It didn't take as much time. I wanted to so bad. Right? And I was still just being called to sit. To sit and wait. To sit and focus on myself. And so this is where the rest portion comes in. Once I gave myself time back, whatever those extra things look like, and I'm not saying you have to go as crazy as I did and like quit something, but I want you to really look at where you are spending your time. And for me, I had to just really chunk it up. Okay. I spend 40 hours a week here plus commute. So we're spending about 50 hours a week here. Okay. And then the entire weekends were spent handling to-do lists or doing volleyball stuff. And then I started to look at, well, what do I do? What do I get to do? Like for fun, like, do I have anything? You know, my husband has softball and then he has hunting and then, but like, what do I do? Well, you hang out with your kids. But then I really looked at the time and realized I didn't really do that either. And if I was being 100% honest with myself, I didn't, I didn't do that in the way that it should be done. I wasn't actually there, right? I'd be checking email. I'd be checking in and trying to find a way to be social, right? I'd be liking something on Facebook. So my friend Leah that I grew up with would know that I still exist and that I like her still, right? But I wouldn't ever be there at that play date. I would never be there at the park. Like I'm just kind of going through the motions and physically showing up. And that was the way that it was with everything. And I knew, you know, kind of like a a fix, I knew the second that I would start to kind of feel insecure, I'd start to feel like I wasn't needed, I knew that there would always be an email there from one of my things that I could check back into, that I could start to look and feel important again. And that's what was most important in my life. Make sure that people validate your importance. And so that would shift from workplace into home life into ever and never ending checklists. But all of those things were set up so that I felt needed, so that I could see that people needed me, so that I could keep that need positioned, right? And I think for me, getting rest back really just looked like taking things off the table that didn't 
serve me or that pulled away from what my end goal was because I would sit there and tell everyone like, yeah, I'm about my family. I'm about work. But really, I was about work. Work. Volleyball, which was work. Work, which was work. (laughs) Anything but what I really wanted. Because what if you do stop everything? What if you do stop and shut the entire world out? What happens? right? Well, first, I'll just tell you from my own experience. (laughs) First, you have this significant period of time where you feel very insignificant, where you feel unneeded, where you feel super awkward and like maybe this isn't the world that you want to live in. But if you can survive that moment, and I can't tell you how long it's going to be. With volleyball, it was like, I almost went into a, a depression both times that I removed myself from the normal feeds of satisfaction for my security. Um, I I almost went into a depression. Now, the second time that I went through it, it went a little bit faster, but it still caught me off guard. And so the first time, all of a sudden I had removed this thing. I had removed myself completely from it. And all of a sudden I was like, looking around like, what, who am I? I don't, I don't know who I am. Who, who am I now? I'm like, just weeding. Like waiting for the other shoe to fall, really. Like, no, you can't really, you can't do that. You can't just pull yourself out of here. This is who you are. You aren't a person without this thing. And here I was saying, no, I swear I have to be. And at least when I get back to it, right? Maybe then. I'll be able to balance it better, right? Maybe then I'll be able to impact people better because I'm not unpresent, because I'm not constantly just running and running and running and being high touch, but really low meaning, right? And so once I removed that coaching side, I do remember just like looking over my shoulder, like, no, someone's going to say that that's not, that that's not okay, that this is who you are, that you have to go back. And I didn't know, and I honestly still don't know, you know, but I know that I figured out that I am a person, regardless of this one thing that I've known about myself forever. I am still a person. Right. And I know that the amount of rest and presence that I felt after leaving that was like next level. And I could finally hear thoughts 
in my head and I could finally think through things and I could finally take a vacation or a trip or a day or a dinner or a lunch and I could actually have conversations with people and actually hear what they were telling me, right? And really listen and love and find meaning. And without that rest portion, and I think so many of us are kind of sitting in these windows in these pockets where I was, where it's like, you're just chasing that next thing. And when we really remove ourselves from that rest, right? When we really take that out, because trust me, you could still go on trips and have a list in your head. And now with social media, with phones, there's a million ways to keep yourself engaged in that world. But what I want for everyone, everyone that listens, for anyone who's struggling with rest, for anyone who's looking for ways, what I want you to do is really allow yourself to sit with that silence because that's going to be the deal breaker for you. I think so many times we just keep our heads full on purpose because trust as someone who heard the voices and then finally listened to them, it's the most scary thing that you could do. But also the most rewarding. And from that small action, right? It's, it's a trickle down effect. All of a sudden you're like, no, I, I need to rest. And today even it was like, I need to get up. I need to record the podcast. I need to do all these things. And I, I was just, I just kept telling myself, like, if it was supposed to happen here, it would have happened. Don't force it. Keep the flow. Let's just move through this day and not stress ourselves out. We're still in rest. We don't have to have a to-do list. Give yourself a break. Give yourself a chance to rest and recover and keep that going, right? And so I just kind of gave it to the universe and I said, you know, show me where the time happens and I will do this. But it's not going to be forced right now. It's not going to be in between making scotch roos and going on a run. It's not going to be in between uh, getting the girls ready and me taking a shower. Like, it's it's got to happen when I can be present. And I knew this morning there was no ability to give the full presence that I need to do this kind of work. So it happened later. And we'll see, right? But today, today, and every weekend, I want you to be able to rest. I want you to give yourself time and and grant yourself grace as you're moving into rest because it gets overwhelming quick. And I know that seems crazy because it's like, Hannah, I know, just go sit on a boat or go fish or go on a hike or something. But true rest is about your presence in that space. It's not just about you sitting on a chair for a long amount of time, right? It's not just about you watching Netflix and zoning out. While that could be a portion of it, true rest is about your presence in that place. 
So, my keys to good rest really are about removing yourself from the noise and not allowing yourself to tap back in because that sort of feeds that satisfaction. Oh my gosh, good job on words today. I win. Okay, it sort of feeds that ego right? And once you take that away, even if it's just for three days, you sort of soften your need for that all the time, right? Your need for that ego feed, your need to keep this constant rat race going. You you lessen the blow of that activity. So it really is just about the removal of those things. And I know that that's hard because you're like, hey, I do laundry on Saturday, sister. I have a to-do list. Talk about structuring your day into blocks where the next weekend that you have, I just want you to block out two or three hours where you, you really just sit or maybe you just read or maybe you just listen to a podcast, but you're really just with your thoughts, not with your thoughts and folding laundry, not with your thoughts and cooking dinner, like really just sitting and allowing yourself to be present in those moments. Think about rest and relaxation along with your presence. So your mind can't wander off. And my key for you today really is about structuring it in ways that's that are possible, right? For me today, rest and family were still such a big portion of this day that I couldn't pull away and come and do this work. So we had to restructure it in a way that it was going to work for our family today. That's it. But I had to give presence to that moment and to the other. So take time today. Bring rest back, people. Bring it back. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, loves. I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. If you want more, you want the weekly update. And this is called the Don't Do It Alone, Your Weekly Guide to Greatness. That really is going to give you the inside look at the tactics from the weekly discussions that we have right here. Um, That's a weekly guide to greatness that you need in your inbox. Go over to nusinc.com. And the first thing you'll see is the subscribe now um, to get that in your inbox. I would love hang out with you and give you a way to apply the things that we talk about on this show to your life. Um, as always, you can find me on Instagram at the death of a dream. Um, find me there, follow me there. Let's chat. Uh, cause I know that some of this stuff is impacting you in bigger ways. And I'd love to talk with you about it. What's going on? How are you using this? How is this changing you? And as always, if something hits with you, please share it. Please go ahead, review this. This movement, the death of a dream movement is about rising one another, finding new ways to look at the world, finding new approaches to life and growing together. We are a community of mostly women who are looking to change our lives in some way. So like, share, comment, review. That's how you can pay me back if this has helped you in any way. I'm so grateful for you. 
and everything that you are doing.